Welcome to the Next Issue Podcast. Put our lives on. Bill Bebo. Josh. Josh? Uh, uh, Simon Center, get the fuck out. Hey now, this is Clay with the Next Issue Podcast. And because we're bad at promoting this, this is the Patreon portion of the show. We have a Patreon. Link in the show notes or check out patreon.com slash nextissuepodcast. No tears. Help if you can. Our goal is to cover the cost of the show right now. The show is streamed live Sunday on YouTube and Twitch at 10 a.m. Central. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel for additional content. Hail Bebo, and thanks for listening. Let's go on to our main topic, uh, which is the Suicide Squad movie. I think, I don't know if you guys know, it came out this week. Did it? What? Or Friday. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it came out Thursday night, uh, which allowed me to watch it twice yeah. before this. I didn't go to bed till 3 in the morning. <laughs> I've watched oh, it twice. It the second time six. I took notes. It came out at six in the afternoon. You don't have to stay up that late, Kyle. I wasn't. I wasn't home. I was over a friend. Oh, place. okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I've only seen it once, but at least so, you watched it. I did. I did. I want to ask overall overall impression of the movie before we get into the nitty gritty. And uh, as always, we need to let you. I guess. I guess it, Clean, it should, it the should be said, but yeah. spoiler <laughs> alert. We're gonna talk spoilers. Well, how'd that get there? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk spoilers for Suicide Squad 2021. Probably the previous one. Anything in the DCU, I'm sure it'll come up. Maybe some Marvel movies. Who knows? Spoilers for anything. Um, so yeah, overall, overall thoughts. And we'll start with Captain Boomerang and then make our way around the horn. It was fun. I laughed a lot. Uh, it was my level of violence and fun. All right, Weasel. Uh, I was actually about as happy as I was when I first watched uh, him doing Guardians. I was not surprised, but it was—it it felt like it, it felt like something. I almost wish we had gotten this film before we got well, whatever the last one was, and because I felt like you had a party of five of misfits who come together, aren't going to work at first, and they find their groove and come and save the world. And it was just a lot of fun. I mean, I got to say. Even though we have a whole bunch of like big name character names at the beginning of the film, the way they kind of wipe them out throughout the film works perfectly story wise. And I, I at least I think. <laughs> All right, uh, Milton. Uh, I, I I liked it. It's a lot of fun. Um, you very much for me at least have to put on your I'm in this for the fun versus any rationality hat. Um, because there are plot holes aplenty. Uh, but I, I will also say, like, I went into this fresh. As you guys know, I've never seen the original. I've never seen Birds of Good Prey. This was the first time <laughs> wow. I've, I've ever seen Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Like, I've just, oh, I've never. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, like, I just, I've never, I've just never experienced this facet of the DCU before. Um, or DCEU. Um, great fun. Great cast. Yeah. It is not as good as either Guardians film, though. Oh, yeah. It just, it, it's, it, it, to some we degree, could, it's a different. We can circle back to that, Kyle. Yeah, had, yeah, yeah that's fine. I've film since the first Guardians film. I'll be straight up honest. That's how I, 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 I like James Gunn. I'm putting it up there as, like, better than Guardians. Oh, oh, I like Gunn, but I don't think. I don't know. He. I, I, Suicide I Squad Gunn. is just. I love him. Yeah, yeah it's just. I, it's not as good as Guardians 1, but I definitely put it above Guardians 2. 
Mm-mm. No way. <laughs> no way. Guardians <laughs> are disappointed me. I, I mean, after going back, I'm watching it. Like, it was a fun film, but it did not have the pizzazz that the first one did for me. And I think this one has the pizzazz that Guardians 2 is missing. I, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you what your pizzazz is. Kurt fucking Russell, man. That's no. pizzazz. That's what Guardians had that's so awesome. Uh, my, well, anyway, all right, you, you go ahead, Daniel. Sorry. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get into all this stuff. I mean, I have a page full of notes, too. <laughs> uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it there's a lot of things that i going into a james gunn movie i already kind of expect yeah uh, and also going into a property that's adapted from a comic book there's a lot of things i expect uh first of all i expect to like the movie and i did uh so like, <laughs> let's already have a leg up uh i think <laughs> watching it the second time i did run into a few things that i'm not gonna call negatives but maybe things that were not as as good as i thought but overall it's really it's like it's just really a lot of fun it's entertaining and watching it the second time it did give me that rewatchability factor which i think it's really important on a movie like this yeah uh, right uh so yeah i'm glad you know i'm glad i watched it at home so i could watch it over and over whenever i want uh, so yeah uh so the next question i have we have two groups of characters. Some die, yeah. some don't. What was y'all's favorite character that died? And then, and then, <laughs> right. He didn't die. It's in the name. It's in the I, name. I, I love seeing Captain Boomerang interact and do more than he did in the entire first Suicide Squad film. Him and Harley chatting, joking yeah. around, you know, goofing with Weasel in the plane. Oh, all, I, I wanted all, more of that. All names are letters. All names are letters. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, great line. I have to ask: is is that a, like a real character, TDK? or was that? Yeah, no, they're, arm, they're it, I think it's arm fall, DC. Yeah, yeah arm, it's arm, arm fall off boy. boy. Okay, see, that's okay because he he does his power, and I'm like, holy crap, he is arm fall off boy. But they don't name him that, and so I was like, was this just gun pulling the wool over our eyes, like? Everyone realized early on he's arm fall off boy. He's like, they can't know he's arm fall off boy. Let's name him something else. So yeah, and then creating that just that moment made it work even more because it was so funny of them just yelling at each other about TDK. Right, you're the detachable kid. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. I just oh god, that was that was great. That was I, I yeah. The, the funniest part about TDK is that once he does use his power. It's not like the arms are super strong or super fast. No, or he's just like, like he's like bitch slapping them. I mean, it's yeah. like it's, <laughs> they just float and, and kind of hit you, uh, and they're kind of an inconvenience. And if anything, they're a liability <laughs> I, for I'm not gonna lie. I, I thought he was actually gonna be like a saving point at one like when he's knocking on the guys. I was like, is he actually gonna do something here? <laughs> and it, nope. this is the nope. fourth, fourth movie, uh, Gun and Fillion have done, isn't it? Uh, I think he's kind of hit on a few yes. of his songs. Yeah. Slither, this. Say, uh, no, uh, uh, no I, uh, I can't think of it. Super, thank you. And he does Guardians. a voice in Guardians. Yeah. 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 Well, no, he, actually has a, he actually has a cameo spot as one of the uh, inmates also. Yeah, he does the voice for the guy that's going to rough up um, yeah. before Groot takes him out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so so I did... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead Josh. Go ahead. Well, I did. So I did like the little, the little kind of capsule story of using Michael Rook's character. 
Yes. You know, so it starts off and you, you just get this whole, like, he's a badass. He meets the team. He's like the, the, the one like grounded person. And then at the end, he just like flips out and yeah, he's just he, like he's scared shitless. And then they have to blow his head. You know, it's like, I mean, that was just, it was a great, the thing I did respect about this is even though I went into it completely fresh, Gun understood we don't need to reset up this concept. Exactly. So it is presented in like 60 seconds, right? It's Speed. like, yeah, yeah. it's like, here we go. You know the story. We put this thing in you. You don't do it. We say we bl blow your head up. And then what I love is they still follow through with it in the end, which I don't know if they did that in the first film. If there was ever a moment where Waller had to blow someone's head up, but... Oh, what? there is. There's one. It's a, uh, okay. That's it. And, and then I go, that's not really a fucking Suicide Squad movie, is it? If you just pop one. And then, of course, they do it in the first 60 seconds of this movie. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. And they and they do it with the character they lead mm. in with. And that's that's what I loved is like, because Rooker's done so many movies with him. I mean, he made him yeah. uh, he made him such a great character in the second film. This wasn't Mary Poppins. This guy was a fucking coward. He killed. Yeah. <laughs> He kills a bird uh, at the beginning of the scene, and at the end of the scene, there's a bird picking the meat out of his spine. It's so... yeah, it's the same the same type of bird, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, to see so Rooker stand up, scream, and just be like a total coward and run and swim in the water was hilarious. I love seeing yeah. that because he just has um, never played that type. Now, I'll, but the yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, what was your your favorite? character from the beach or from that if, if it was from from those people that died oh my god uh either weasel or tdk man one of those well, and, two. and weasel i guess wouldn't count because we do have an end credit scene yeah yeah where i do love the fact that no one checked if weasel could swim yeah that was hilarious <laughs> when, when that was so good when i looks over to the guy and the guy's just like <laughs> that's what i didn't get about waller's team though this didn't seem like the typical task force x crew that she has and like in the first movie she's a fucking hardcore i mean like even deadshot goes that's gangster because when she evacuates she assassinates that was everybody a Smith, uh, yeah <laughs> she just fucking assassinates everyone in that office she doesn't yeah. give a fuck but she's watered down in this. She isn't the Waller that's in that first film. And granted, you know, that could just be the strictly the way Air shot her uh, that made it to that cut. Uh, mm. But I just felt like in the opening and how it kind of turns around for her later in the film that she was just a little watered down. Hey, Robo. How you doing? Hey, now. Um, We're talking. Well, it, it, yeah, good. Go and so so the, the question I had where I was still kind of confused is. Is that beach team by Waller intended to fail? I think so. That's why she had the second well, team. I think I, think I had on my notes. I have on my notes. I think Waller both. Waller sent Flag, Boomerang, and Harley to die. She's done with those three. See, that's what I wonder too, right? Like, She's done I, I, mean, I mean, it's cold to just expect Flag to die. I mean, he's I, he's I think, not really a member of the Suicide Squad, right? He's like a yeah. member of her team. Yeah. Well, and Flag, Flag, so here's the thing about Flag, I think, and this goes back, if you haven't watched the first one, maybe you can't make this connection because you don't have the information. In the first movie, Waller clearly says that he has Flag uh, because he loves Dr. June, who's the Enchantress, and she can control her. So by proxy, she can control Flag. 
Oh, Glad at okay. this point now that June's not around or whatever happened to her, he's not being controlled anymore. He's just serving on missions. Uh, so I think Waller knew that, and I think she that made him expendable. Well, and also uh, because of the way at the end when he turns. Yeah. Because I yeah. feel like at that point, I always have a yeah. problem with Rick Flag turning. They did it in the book once, and it didn't really work. In here, though, what you just said made added more credit to him turning at the end. Oh yeah, I think I think mm-hmm. Flag and Waller, they're not on the same side of serving their country anymore. No, they're not on the same page anymore. Definitely. Yeah. Not. And and I think that's why she sent them to die. Harley's always a big liability for her, uh, as as efficient as she may be. Uh, well, and, and even her... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, he, and even her, her like, team, her inside local team turn on her, right. right? Like, there's a sense of she's just going too far, so... Yeah, and we can kind of tell, I mean... If you know, if you want to apply the continuity, Harley's been on and off the the squad because she's been yeah. at the end of the last movie. She gets re- uh, broken out of jail by uh, Joker. The Joker, and then, and then we have Birds of Prey. Then she does her Birds of Prey stuff, and then somehow she ends up, you know, traffic tickets or whatever she said, road rage. Oh, uh, I want to real quick in the first sixty seconds. Did y'all see John Ostrander? Oh yeah, he's no, the where? doctor. No, where? He's the doctor implanting the. Oh the chip. wow! Okay, that's awesome. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I didn't notice that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I was looking for that. I went back. There's no cameo in the first one. They just named the building, the John Ostrander building in the first one. But mm. but I did make a note that that was John Ostrander. Um, I I also made it. So this is my one, Zack Snyder thing, that I'll bring up on the on the show. Uh, when they're all dying at the beach. Uh, the song playing is called uh, The People Who Died. Yes. That's the same song that Zack Snyder uses at the end credits for uh, Dawn of the Dawn Dead. Dawn of the Dead. And Zack oh, Snyder is the producer on this film. Uh, he's uh, still a producer on all this stuff. That's what's, I mean, that's so, what's a bad No, no. <laughs> I look, I'm sure James Gunn, I'm sure, is friends with Zack. Uh, so either, either way, I thought it was cool that they... Either have similar taste in music, or they can appreciate good songs in the same way. Or they just reused something that they did in a project together before. That's what I. Thought. Well, or I mean, or they, or they had the rights to it, and it just. Or made they had it the easier. rights to it, and yeah. So, which, and, yeah. And I feel it works more uh, in this because it is a supposedly about the, these people who knew each other being killed, as opposed to Dawn of the Dead, where it's just random. Well, things. no, but in in Dawn of the Dead, all those people are gonna die, right? Yeah. Because you see them traveling to that island. Would you think they're going to be safe? But then we find out they're not. So those are also all the people who died. Yeah. We just, they just didn't know they were dead yet. But um, you know you know the origin of that song and what that song's about, though, right? No, I don't. I just, okay. I'm just i taking it at full face value from okay. the lyrics. All right. Um, I'm well, so, probably political. No, no, no. Oh. I want you to go watch The Basketball Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio oh. and Marky Mark. Whoa. <laughs> he was I not did. expecting that. <laughs> I'm giving you homework, sir, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send you to the origin of this song. Let me make a note because I was not expecting either one of those names. <laughs> so while you do that, I just want to add, uh, TDK was not my favorite beach death. It was uh, Pete Davidson's character. Yes. Uh, because again, <laughs> I really don't like that guy, and he plays. Exactly why I don't like him, and he gets a fucking head blown off. So his face is blown. Yeah, off just a hole, face. just a hole. It yeah. looked like an ice cream scoop went in and just pulled his face off. Fuck. I just, yeah. 
And he was, oh my he was god, worse, he was worse than Boomerang because Boomerang's the guy who usually will turn on the group. And so when I saw Captain Boomerang get out and run with him, I thought, oh, is he part of this too? Oh. Uh, but it was just it was just all him selling them out, and so that was great. And the fact that he thought he could pull the wool over Waller's eye, and she just had the whole army there, is even better. Right, exactly. What did he think was going to happen? She wasn't going to blow his head off. I mean, what's the end game there? <laughs> so. Exactly. It's like either your face or your head. I think. Yeah. They, they, I'm, I'm sure the the selling for them was like we can jam the signal for the bombs once you're here. Because they do talk about that. Now, she, Waller, no. Really? Waller says, I, I, I missed Waller, that. Yeah. Waller says, even though the communications are jammed, the bombs are not. So she reminds right. him of that. She could be just bullshitting. Yeah. Because I thought because, that when she said that. Yeah. Because how, yeah, how would she be tracking if they're on mission or not if she can't even know, you know, know where they are? And right. when we do see them, we find out everyone's asleep. They don't know what's been going on in the island for, you know, however long mm -hmm. they've been there. Uh, Overtime must be really good at that place. Uh, I, I guess it's Argus, maybe. <laughs> Probably. Where where Waller is with the crew. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say too though. It, all right, it, so everyone it, dies. Oh, much... I guess my javelin's my favorite uh, from from the <laughs> just from the island. Uh, um, Weasel okay. was so distracting uh, when he was alive. I could not <laughs> stop staring at him to watch him. And his eyes pop yeah, out. He's just constantly yeah. moving. That's why Sean Gunn is so awesome. Well, I, well I, I, I read that. Well, the run when they have the slow mo hero run at the beginning. If you watch Weasel, he just kind of like it's not human. It's not animal. It's almost like this. <laughs> I like the fact that like he's like, is he a werewolf? Oh my god, is he a werewolf? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sat me next to a werewolf. <laughs> I read an interview that said Gunn uh, wanted Weasel to just look like Bill the Cat from Bloom County. And I'm like, holy shit. That's exactly they nailed it. Because he just is so, over there licking the frame. and ah. so, so now we know when we hopefully, fingers crossed, get our live action Bloom County movie, I uh, just hire Sean Gunn. So, you know, yeah. Did you um, see his other role in the movie? Yes, I did. I did. did he's, the, he's the jerk in line talking, uh, oh. talking to... Um, He's calendar man. man. He's <gasps> is he calendar really? man? Because he has. Oh, dude. Oh, that's right. That's I missed right. that. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. I yeah, totally that's missed a great that one. And if you want to see the other great cameo, uh, Floyd uh, Lloyd Kaufman is. I forget how he's credited, but it just says he's dancing. He's in the prison at one point, or no, no, he's in the disco. Lloyd Kaufman, he's a he's a long time. Uh, oh, no, I know, I know. Yeah, promo. We're talking about promo yeah. films. Yeah, I know you're talking about. But I did not see him. Uh, he shows up in the disco scene. He is crying, dancing with a stripper, and it, it or, or oh not God. a stripper, but he's it, this taller woman, and he's just sad. And he's in the background. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So I did, I did like, and and I could be wrong about this because my DC lore is not as good as your guys's. But when I realized this was taking place on. Corda Maltese, all I could think of was Dark Knight Returns. Does it does it show up in, in other places in the comics? I, I know the name's been yeah. there, but I just don't know from where. Yeah, I've, I've heard okay. it used, but no, I didn't they have it in Arrow? Didn't wasn't Corda yeah, Maltese? Yeah, where, it was in Arrow. Where, yeah, oh, did they? Like the comic or the show? No, the, the, the show. show. I think Corda Maltese is where uh, uh, Oliver and them go to uh, bring uh, Thea back from. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
But but I like the I like the portrayal of that country. Like it really feels. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we get a lot of oh. looks I, from South American countries. No, I got I got I got to since we're going this way. That scene when they're trying to rescue Flag and you have Bloodsport and Peacemaker just going through killing the whole oh, yeah. village and they're just like, why did you do that? Bigger the better. Damn, he's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. When he was I, 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 stabbing that person, yeah, that, just that, yeah. was, I mean, that's the vo- level of violence and funny that I I love. Yeah. Now, but but the thing I also like about that scene is because I think they really projected. That something like that was going to happen when Waller is setting up the team and he meets Peacemaker and he's like, wait, wait, he's got the exact same powers as I do, right? Yeah. And so (laughs) I I knew they were going to do something like that, but then to have it come back again at the end, I thought was a nice touch. So and John Cena is Peacemaker. Holy shit, he hit it right on the dot. Yes, this is the best thing I've seen him do because I really did not like him in F9 at all. And this is awesome. Check out Bumblebee. He's good and I like him in that. Yeah. What movie? Uh, I've seen Bumblebee. Oh, yeah, he's, he's actually not bad in Bumblebee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Peacemaker's really funny. I le- like every every time he says something. Like I expect it to be outlandish and crude, but but hilarious. Like when he talks about uh, the, the beach from, full of the dicks, beach full of dicks, uh, and then the rat catcher's like, I thought you were the crazy one talking to polka dot man. Like, and he's like, I am. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, really god, cool. I love Polka Dot Man so much. He, oh my god, well, and the way so well, the way they handled that, where like I, I've, I thought it was one of the most effective ways to show just an utterly psychologically broken character without, without just having like long dialogue. Like it was just yeah. visual, right? Like yeah. you know, especially at the end, it was like, hey. It's your mom, you know. And then, that's like yeah. all he sees is like, "Oh, that is so good." And I would that much is rather see her fall down across the city than Starro. That was the funniest thing. She's grabbing her ankle and going down. Oh well, my I god! The, the actress that played her was so good. Yeah, I think the funniest use of that was at the disco. Oh god! When when he's dancing, oh. and then we get the camera reveal. Yeah. Uh, He's dancing like, with his moms. That was great. And, but oh, one of them has like a blue beard still. So like, it's yeah. really there. Really, is a lot of detail as to like keep the look of the person that they're supposed to be. That you know that everyone else sees. Um, Worst way to die: King Shark or Polka Dot Man? King Shark didn't die. King Shark no, 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 no. to be he, killed. He, killed he, by. He kills you. Uh, I don't Eaten know. alive or just probably dots that. Take away parts of you. At least the dots are cool. Yeah, it's got to be King Shark. Uh, I do have oh, a no. note. Yeah, I have a quick note in that scene where King Shark is about to eat Ratcatcher too. Oh my god, that was that was really cool because it shows you everyone's powers, mm-hmm. right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's just a very subtle way. And, and it, uh, like, look, I love the way that like the big drawn out scenes too, like of how people get their powers, like in the comics. Uh, like like in the first movie, you see Deadshot just doing all this really cool shit. Uh, but yeah, this was also this also worked because it's like you get to see everyone's. You don't see Peacemaker doing anything, but you know Peacemaker's pretty much like Bloodsport. So like the fact, and I I was like, is Bloodsport shooting him with like rubber bullets? But no, those are real bullets. Yeah. He just has that shark skin that's impenetrable. Uh, uh, but. But even there, that that was risky, right? It was like, yeah. did he know he'd be able to survive? I mean, he's just blasting away. So, but, and I'm glad you brought that up because one of the complaints I had 
that as as you remind me of that scene, I, I realize I, I'm incorrect about is that it shows Bloodsport's moral line, right? Like un, unlike Peacemaker, who I think again, like Gunn is so good at just using one line or one moment to encapsulate a person's mentality. When Peacemaker says, I will kill as many women and children as it takes for freedom, you know, right? Yeah. You know. And I think in that case, when you just see Bloodsport just blasting away at King Shark, saying, like, you do not do this, right? You know where his line is. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, then you learn about his weakness or liability about the rats. The rats. God. God. That was such a great shot at the end. He's just sitting yeah, there petting the like, freaking out. And he's like carefully petting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a weird. Does Gun need to direct a freaking new Warriors uh, movie now? Which oh, I watched the shit out of that. That oh would my be awesome. God. <laughs> it, it better have Speedball. And it better be played by the same guy as Polka Dot Man. So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? Yes. No, no. Yeah. He's too old. He's too old to play Robbie. Yeah, nah, Robbie is like, no, he can play. Oh, he should be penance. penance. I was gonna say he could play penance, he though, way better. Penance. Uh, See, nah. I didn't, I didn't put together that, that actor is the same guy as uh, the guy from Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. you're right, you're right. I just, yeah, I didn't. He's also in the Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, he's also in the Dark Knight. He's the cop that's uh, that the Joker. <gasps> no, he's actually another film. He's actually in four different comic films. Hold on, I saw I saw an image for this, but uh, no, those oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, he's on everything. Um, well, Kyle looks it up. Yeah. Um, I want to say, I, yeah, I I want to pivot over to Harley because she has, I think. See, I I guess this is where it would have paid off if if you had seen the previous movies. And and just kind of try to accept everything as one continuity because Harley's grown so much as a character from the first mm -hmm. movie, right? From she got pants. She got well. Not only that, her jacket in the first <laughs> movie in the or in the Suicide Squad movie, it was like Joker or that that Daddy's Little Monster or something like that. Whatever. Well, she still has the tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, but it now says property of no one. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Joker. I missed that. Property of Joker. Uh, and then her jacket now is like something about dead clown or something, live free dead dead die clown or something like that uh, on her jacket. So like, and then the thing, the conversation she has with President Luna after their full romantic thing or whatever, which was super <laughs> interesting scene. Yeah, um, it's good. Was having the love montage in the middle of a Suicide yeah. Squad movie. I loved it. Yeah, but but all the birds. <laughs> But it ends up with like Harley recognizes those red flags. Yes, that was great. And now does something about them. Now I don't know if she should be killing people. I guess that guy's a villain. But, but yeah, yeah. Well, well but but like when she sees, and again, I came into this without any of the the prior baggage. But I love that scene for because it shows her first concern is herself. Yeah. It's not about a relationship, right? I like that. I also, I really want to give Gunn credit for not sexualizing her. She basically wears a big red dress through almost the entire film. Yeah. And the only really sexualized body is the president when he comes out of that bathtub, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, <laughs> you know, well, I mean so. He also does a rest in peace to his dick, which is hilarious. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> that was so great. 
we so did great. see we did see a guy, one of the guys in the camp when the when Peacemaker and um and uh Bloodsport were killing everyone, he was Winnie the Pooh, right? Like or he was Donald Ducking it where he only had a shirt on. <laughs> he only had a shirt on before he'd get shot. Then he gets shot and then you just see like, yeah. Real quick, uh, the guy who played Pokemon, David Dalsmelchian, he yeah. he's actually the voice of Calendar Man in the animated version of uh, Long Halloween. Perfect. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so he's in the comic book world, world a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I think Polka Dot Man is, is just – I don't want to say breakout, but I feel like there is a group of weird people that are just going to – gravitate to that guy oh god yeah i want to see people do the cosplay of him of, of having that conditioned oh I that, yeah that, polka dot condition that was he, gross well, so he woke up in the middle of the night gross. the first time i was like oh shit yeah yeah i didn't know well that. and then and then you just have to wonder if he's gonna vomit out if he has to vomit it out like twice a day is he just making giant holes in the ground <laughs> like we it was behind the bush happens so. i know i know well um, that's why Avel reeve he has the power dampener so so it, it not only oh, was he wearing a keep his power no, down but it keeps no that's what i'm saying Avel reeve, oh, oh i got you i got you okay okay yeah, yeah that's, that's not a problem in the prison but it is a problem in real life i'm sure <laughs> right um, right uh so we yeah so then i love the reunion of like we gotta go rescue harley Mm-hmm. But Harley's already kind of saved herself anyway. She gets the javelin. I love the scene where she kind of exit exits out of like killing everyone. That was beautifully shot, and just yeah. the more violent it got, the more cartoony it got. I yeah. love that so much. It was well, great. It, it also felt like uh, Harley has a similar scene in Birds of Prey when she goes to the mm. police precinct uh, with all the oh, color. Yeah. She brings the gun full of like. Uh, what is it? Confetti and uh, paint and and smoke of different colors. They're they're so beanbag it, guns though, so they do hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so it's it's very similar. The like I said, I don't I don't know if Gun wanted to bring a similar feeling to that, or just ends ended up being very similar. Uh, but the fact that they're all ready to execute the mission to rescue Harley, she shows up and then like I'll go back inside if you guys want to execute the plan. <laughs> Uh, and then the callback that I have here, I just I just wrote down, Harley hugs flag, and obviously the he, gun tap on the back. Yeah, well, in the first movie, uh, flag hugs Deadshot <clears throat> after he shoots uh, the bomb or whatever, and Deadshot's like, no, no, I don't do hugs because Will Smith's super cool, right? So so flag knows what it's like to be rejected from a hug, so he wouldn't he knows what that feels like, so he doesn't want to do that to Harley. Because you could tell he doesn't want a hug from yeah. Harley, uh, but he knows what that rejection feels like. So at least that's the way I worked that out in my head. Uh, <laughs> that, it, that, that flag learned from that first mission, and, and now I, I love happy. seeing them out of costume, blood sport with the helmet. I mean, I would fucking buy that helmet because it looked cool. Yeah, as hell with it's cool. Badass, and that's that's almost but comic actors and a t-shirt. Well, and, and his beard, his Idris Elba beard makes it look like more teeth at the bottom. Uh, mm. It looks super wow. cool, <laughs> but then so, John Cena running around in a polo and, and jean shorts. With, yeah, but a yes. polo that doesn't even fit him with his huge physique. It's like so small. It's like really in the, in the <laughs> and the toilet on his head. It's just like <laughs> it's, a, it's a beacon of freedom. freedom. It's a beacon of freedom. <laughs> but here's the thing I love about that whole like scene where they're out of costume. All of the clothes put on or just mm-hmm. like it kind of identifies their character right so you know polka dot man is this like weird 
Mitch Matt, you know, like his like plaid pants and, you know, his like leisure suit shirt. And then, but my favorite is the duality between flag and uh, uh, blood sport, right? Because what are they wearing? Flag is wearing a cowboy hat with like the most American attire ever. And what is blood sport wearing? A beret? Yeah. (laughs) His Dubois. (laughs) You know, and I and it just it cracked me up. It's like it's like yeah, let's give them the most stereotypical outfits of their like well, heritage as possible. John Cena is dressed like a middle aged dad. Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, exactly. So yeah, it's very good. <laughs> uh, I I really like the scene in the bus where where Ratcatcher and uh, Bloodsport catch up and like, and you get to see a lot of their origin stories. We get a really cool cameo by Taika Waititi, who's Ratcatcher. Yes. That was amazing. Yeah. And that scene was sad. And then she says to him, I wish I could give you, like, she says she loves her dad. And then when she tells Bloodsport, I wish I could give you that, I was like, oh, oh, no. Well, did you see his face? He turns and he, like, he he wipes a tear away. He's like, oh, God, you know, like, yeah. Well, it, I think, I think the one part that I had a problem with was them setting him up to not be dead shot. By having his daughter be the opposite of what the daughter <laughs> yeah, was, was before, but then by creating this other relationship, it does help that previous argument of them yelling at each other and and and, and kind of proving you know that he's not the dead shot dad of the first movie, but he still wants his daughter's love and affection, right? And, and yeah, she wants she wants to look at her dad in a positive uh, with, with a yeah with a sense of approval. How, the, it's like both of them. Both of them are trying to. It's a defense mechanism to not get hurt anymore, right? By both of them, right? Uh, but I do love it because they were probably like, "How do we make this the opposite of Will Smith?" Well, where Will Smith loved her, her uh, his kid in the first one, so let's make him argue instead. Um, very, and then she very, just says the meanest thing. She's she just does. like, yeah. And she's like, I'm just, or, or you're an embarrassment as a father, or you're, I'm yeah. embarrassed to have you as a dad. Although, yeah, <clears throat> I do want to watch. I mean, I do want to be able to watch TV on my my watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of kick ass watch is she stealing? Yeah, here? right. I want to do that. Um, Apple Apple Store running. <laughs> so I I do I do have a theory based on one scene in the movie that I love, but I have a theory that the execs at DC, hopefully, fingers crossed, realize that they're constantly stepping in to fix movies has been well and and i feel like they just gave they just gave the movie to gun and said go do whatever you want right and my my theory of that is based solely on the scene where king shark ends up in the aquarium and he's just playing with his new dumb friends well gun because in an interview like he says when he was doing movies for marvel they're like on his ass, like constantly working with him like this. Right. They, he said DC gave him full blanche control of the film. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I and 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 I believe that because of that scene. Because that yeah. scene lends nothing was, to the plot. That was a different movie. It, what? That was out of a no, I mean that scene was in a different like it was out of a different movie. Oh, yeah. It almost, yeah. it almost felt like like it belonged somewhere else. Yeah. Right. Like it need it but it's delightful yeah and it sets it sets up king shark even more is just like you're seeing his development right he has Um, moments there's a moment on the bus where he's staring at all the people and it's mm -hmm. almost like he has this look of like he wants 
to be a part of that world. I, I, I don't know why I'm hearing the Little Mermaid in my head, but he's like on the bus <laughs> watching people pass by and he knows he can never go in, but he shows it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. Kind of he's like, he's down like this, looking out the window. Yeah, and he doesn't have to give that character those moments because that character's there for jokes. Yeah, but he does, and it matters. Right. I love right. when he's the book upside down. Yeah, that was great. He's well, and then, and then, and then, and then it pays off at the end when they're all leaving, and Ratcatcher's like just sleeping against him. You know, you 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 get his full arc, which I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, but it was that scene I realized, oh, DC just did not bother him on this movie no, yeah. at all. So I agree. Which they shouldn't. Uh, all right. They shouldn't. Yeah. No, and they shouldn't have with with all the previous directors as well. I mean, so I don't know. That's just my feeling. Yeah, look at the cool stuff we get when DC does the middle. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Now to... I, I had read one story that uh, before James Gunn they had a different director. And I'm actually kind of curious what how this would have turned out. A Guy Ritchie Suicide Squad movie. Oh, Ooh. I didn't expect that. <sighs> Everyone's gonna be wearing. I mean, really I fucking cool loved taxis. this movie, but when you throw those out, I always go, "Ooh, what would that be like?" Just like I still would like to see an Edgar Wright Ant Man. Yeah, you know, there, there, there are what ifs in our movie world. I'd, I'd love to see. Yeah, I don't know if I like. I don't have Guy Ritchie. I feel like this is. I like Guy Ritchie's like gangster stuff like even he the knows how to do bad guys yeah yeah he knows how to do bad guys he can pull right. a great cast yeah but we're, we're not it's dealing with bad, stylized typical bad guys here i guess we it gotta, would be a different story it would be a completely it would be different, way different. i don't yeah. think he would he would he wouldn't have a weasel he wouldn't have a king shark oh yeah <laughs> i mean i don't know i don't know i just saw that and I, I keep thinking about what that movie would look like write him a letter and, what he says. Uh, who would jason statham play Oh yeah! Oh god! Or uh, so Colin, did uh, Bullseye? <laughs> yeah, Colin Farrell. <laughs> so did so did did Polka Dot Man have to die? Yeah, this has been haunting me because <sighs> because yeah. he he wanted to from the beginning, right? Yeah. When yeah. Bloodsport says we're gonna oh, die, and he's like, I superhero. hope. Yeah. <laughs> he has to Damn. appreciate life and then lose it. That's yeah. his arc. I think. I think also, yeah. this is kind of like. Uh, them saying, look, this is probably a one-and-done thing we're doing here. Or at least that's mm. the way James Gunn approached the movie, which I think it adds to the fun and the stakes. Like, that's it. Like, we're done after this. You could, you know, you can... There's going to be a few characters left over, but they're not even in the Suicide Squad anymore. Their bombs have been deactivated, right, by the end of the movie. So they say. Uh, so yeah, they say. well, yeah, I guess so. They're, they're supposed to be safe. But, but it makes sense because it frees up Harley to do whatever... Harley movie may happen in the future. Although I read somewhere that Margot Robbie's taking a break from playing Harley. Oh, um, that makes sense. I mean, she she's played her three times now, so yeah. Um, so let, let's go to Jotunheim, which is a real place in the comics. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, it, it's definitely a oh. Nazi base. May or they made it. Uh, it's not in. It's not in Corto Maltese, but <laughs> but it is kind of the same thing. That's- um, uh, I really like that sequence. Upon the upon rewatching it, you can definitely tell that Peacemaker has a secondary, like he has oh. alternate ulterior motives the whole mm-hmm. time. Yeah, uh, it's a little, especially when you get to that scene where why would they send two Bloodsport into the yep. same mission, right? Yep. Um, but but I, I love the whole sequence at the end. I feel really bad for Milton. 
RIP, dude. Who's Milton? I did too. Because <laughs> yeah, who's Milton? And then, and then the fact that uh, uh, oh, anyway, yeah, it's just funny. <laughs> I, just, I just loved Harley Quinn at the end arguing with Bloodsport that Milton was his name. We yeah. talked about this for three hours. <laughs> So I, I want to see how that conversation in her head was going. Yeah, I, I think the only thing I find a little disappointing is that the thinker didn't like. We didn't see any. We didn't see what he could do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Other that than, was such a weird. Other than he can control Star. Other than be the most disgusting human being alive. Because they it made was, it very, they made it is very it wrong that I like his thinker better in the film than I did the thinker in the Flash TV series. Oh, I didn't even know they did the thinker in the film. He, he was oh, the main villain of all season four. And he was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm not okay. So I'm yeah, a Mobius chair. Okay. Yeah. But this but, despicable. But, but, like, but he, he he did weird things to that Starro people. Oh like, yeah. One of, yeah. I like I like the fact that like you no know, typically Starro, if you get the star on your face, you can still take it off. But apparently in here, when the star is attached to your face, you're dead. You're a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the one where it yes. off and it had yeah. the outline of the star on the face and it was just yeah. being held together with like three or four nerves. It was weird. Oh, <laughs> I love that shot. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I feel like they kind of wa- wasted him. What? Yeah. It, I, I just, I, I feel like they kind of wasted Capaldi as that character. Like I, one, there are two. There are two plot holes that kind of drive me nuts. And one, I guess it's not really a plot hole, but he, when when they get him at the disco, he's just like, "Okay, I'll go with you." And I'm like, "This makes no sense. Like, why wouldn't the Corta Maltese soldiers not protect him? Why he can do stuff? He's the thinker. Like, why why is he just going along with them? I mean, it just yeah. It, his only it really power made... is to talk to Starro, and that's it. And he doesn't. Like, I didn't see any use for all that shit on his head. Yeah. Yeah. Except it glowed when it was darker, and that was it. He never <laughs> did anything exceptional um, other than die. They they did they did mention, I mean, they kind of tried to set up that it was really Luna, the one that was more friendly to him. So now that this other dude was in power, uh, the other general. Mm. Yeah. Uh, maybe he, he figured, like, because they killed the scientist, right? So they only keep him alive because he can talk to star or control star uh, yeah but but yeah no I, I i get what you're saying josh uh i guess since we're talking a little bit more negative stuff i will bring up my one big thing that <clears throat> i i like a lot of the transition cards like oh, uh, even, no. even from the yeah. beginning there's yeah. a few that i don't that i feel like they really take me out of the movie uh there's one where there's, there's somebody's talking and then you just see like the sentence is completed in the dirt like get this you know, kill them and take off their heads or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then when when it's uh, lit on fire and it says uh, uh, Operation Jotunheim, and then it switches to Operation Harley. Harley. Yeah. That mm-hmm. one took so long because of the change in transition into Operation Harley. That once again, that one took me out of the movie too. I like I like the other ones. I like the toilet with three days three days earlier. <laughs> uh, the blood. Warner yeah, Brothers presents yeah, written. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So there's. There's a lot, a lot. I love the card with uh, Star of the Conqueror versus the Suicide Squad. That was good, yeah. Super comics, uh, but yeah, some of the some of the transitions didn't work as well. Uh, so that's that's I guess one of my my only complaints here, um, along with some other little little things. But see, I, I dug those. I liked when they were on the beach and it would just blow leaves and it said "now," you know, yeah. uh, just 
when it, when it worked, it really worked. I guess I don't really pay attention to how long that one was, but yeah, it does seem like the operation change. It, it was more of a, it was more upon the rewatch because at the first time you don't know what's coming, but then once you know what's coming, like yeah, you kind of prepare yourself for more. Um, uh, so I I love the fight at the end. Everyone like yeah, really going all out. And my favorite character is it's Rat Ratcatcher too. She was Yo, really yeah, she's she's a break breakout hit. I mean, yeah. just really phenomenal. I love her. I love um, her. Power. Um, I almost thought at the end. I don't know if any of you guys have seen Batman Ninja. No. I oh yeah, I have. There's a there's a fight with a big mech, and then on the other side, a lot of monkeys make up a big giant. Yes. I thought the rats were gonna form into oh, like this God. giant. Collection. Oh, that would have been kick ass. Uh, <laughs> I for a second, only for a second, I was like, "Oh, James Gunn may do that." Um, so that would have been cool, like if the rats made up this big thing and they just fought Starro. Um, not where they went with it, but I still like how the, the fight ended. Um, I did hate the the Starro's armpits, like the holes, like the look. <laughs> you just I, kind of like yeah, the little, yeah, disgusting. yeah, disgusting. Um, well, that's the point. I love it. I love yeah. it. He gives that creepy element yeah. to a superhero film. And makes it cinematic. Yeah. Uh, the moment Harley is in Starro's eye, and it's just oh, that was so gross. It, it, yeah, just quiet. And then all of a sudden, there are these rats that are swimming yeah. to eat and destroy <laughs> Starro. And all this beautiful music's playing, and she's just looking around her. It was so such a Harlequin moment. It on was film. such a great moment. And my my, that, sorry, real quick. That song in yep. the soundtrack is called Ratism because it's because it's it uh it's blood sports like baptism by rats because oh. he's the one that you know like he's yeah. he's he he's, has to be there and and yeah. all the rats keep going on top of him i really loved how rat catcher put her arm over him yeah. as like recognizing i know this is bad for you right i thank you you know it was, it was a nice touch um i also love the little detail where after that scene when it cuts back out and we see Starro. Did you notice his eyes just filled with blood? Uh -huh. Like it's just like, oh god, it's so gross. Well, and so, and it's very smart because then at the end, his last words were, "I was happy just watching the stars." So he's yeah. also Starro is also a victim. Oh yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Of, course, yeah. of, of everything, yeah. right? Uh, and that's all right. And so that's kind of my thing. I have a love hate relationship with Starro in this film. And the reason why is I love the fact that he's in it and we get an amazing portrayal of Starro. I hate the fact that he's in it and we'll never get him again. Right? Oh, no, no. I think we, we don't, will. We don't know that. We don't know that. Okay, true, true. But I, I, as you guys know, famously, I get irked when I think of a great line and they don't use it. And in this case, it is when they turn around and decide we're going to go save the city. And so, somebody says to Bloodsport, like, you know, we're not heroes or something. It's a perfect time for, to, or for someone to say we're not the Justice League, yeah. right? Which would have been a nice little callback to his first appearance. So, yeah. I don't know. That just bugged yeah. me. Yeah. I, I just like the fact when when, when um, Waller is like, fuck it. You're, you're, you're going to kill him. And they just, one way just takes the whack. Whack. <laughs> that, so, that and a, so That was where I had a problem with the film, too. That she oh, would no. put people around her that would question her like that. And because I yeah, felt I, I, Amanda Waller knows she's here's Batman and here's Amanda Waller. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's five steps ahead all the time. I think 
that that's why I think this is actually like Argus. This is like she yeah, can't but... just because the people that she killed on the first one, they were like FBI operatives and other people that yeah. maybe she borrowed from other agencies. I, I think this if this is playing off the first film, like she got brought down a ton with the fact when she's talking to Bruce at the end of the first film and she goes, Give me the files, I put them together my own team, you realize she's not at the top wit tier that she thought she was anymore because somebody else had to come in and clean up the mess. So she's she's still cutthroat, but she's not as you know, <coughs> as I think that she used I still yeah, I still feel like the people she puts around her now. I know these the people that are in this movie, Steve A. G. I think her name is Jennifer Holler Holland. Yeah, that's his wife. Like, yeah, mistaken, our, that's our, wife are going to be spun off into the Peacemaker Peace. show. Which, right. so oh my God, sense. an end scene. Just the fact he's still alive. And this, the, fact, the, the, the series is going to be a sequel to this movie. Well, I thought, yeah. At, at first I was, I mean, when that happened, which I, I love the payoff of like, I use smaller bullets yeah. from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And, and then it comes back around that no, Bloodsport uses smaller bullets actually. So that's why he, he won the fight. Uh, but I thought when that happened, I was like, wait, so is the Peacemaker show going to be a prequel? That, that was I had the question. exact same thought. I had the exact same thought. Came out. Was it going to be a prequel or a sequel? Yeah. Well, uh, but that's the thing is, I kind of felt like that in credit scene, it it ruined that scene in the movie for me. Oh, no. Right? I'm fine with it. Because I, I don't think he should have lived. I, I, I just, I thought that was, that was an appropriate way to handle that. No, so. I'm, I'm fine with it because I was, I was always hoping it might be a sequel because then they could play off the character more. Yeah. I, I like the character enough, even even yeah. with the bad turn, like that I want to see him do more stuff. So I'm okay with him not dying. And the fact that Vigilante is going to be the villain in the series. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is? Well, yeah. they, they've already announced, yeah, Vigilante is going to be the, the uh, villain for a Peacemaker series. And, and the T-1000 is his dad in the series? Yes, yes. Uh, Robert. Uh, so I, Patrick? Yeah, yeah Robert Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. So the way they can, in my mind, the way that they can redeem Waller after this, because I, I agree with Clay. I was not, I think the actress that plays her is amazing. Oh, yeah. And I want more of her. So to me, I think the way that they can redeem this is if this is a one and done film, and I think it should be, we now get the Amanda Waller TV series. Oh, because no. that would be the way to do it. Like it is, it is always about like a changing roster I, of people that she's getting. I have no interest in watching the Amanda Waller series. I could care less. Oh, about I would love to watch an Amanda Waller TV series. I get, I get I would her in still want to see that. film, but I could give a flying f about her in a TV series. You know what? If they make a uh, checkmate, if they make a checkmate series, then I would be on board. Yeah, yeah. If, if she's part of the she, cast, she, I'm okay. She, but I don't well, want her to be could, a centralized character. I, I see it as like a house of cards in the DC universe. Yeah, because that would be awesome. Right? She, yeah. she was in charge of Checkmate for a long time in the comics. Checkmate or Argus, even an Argus series, depending on what organization you want to put her in charge well, I of. Think, I think after the failure here, she might be vanished. Well, like, I think that would be the good setup to start Checkmate. I'm I'm going to throw out one different. This is going to be animated. She was in charge of Cadmus in the Justice League animated series. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so that didn't I, work out too well for her at the end either. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm going to argue. Because well, remember one. the general turn and like he drank his own... Monster get, or whatever. They no, he became the, he became the uh, Shaggy Man. Yeah, I'm so, so confused know. right now. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> Wait, no, no. In the in the animated series, he drinks a, a, a soldier, a super soldier serum that basically makes him become the Shaggy Man, the gigantic, like, in, in, like indestructible monster that Justice could always fought, fight. And yeah. basically, you, in, you, in the comic books, he he had his brain implanted in the comic books. Shaggy Man is an android. And he in Justice League, the Grant Morrison run, he had his brain implanted into the Shaggy Man's body. That's why they did that in the animated series. Don't be fooled by the name. It's not a guy that looks like Shaggy. Well, <laughs> no, I was I was, I was just gonna say 
I, I think we're still legally allowed to call a man thing. Um, I don't think that's become X-rated yet. So, <laughs> Except it's a different company's title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they have a movie based on it. Man thing. There's a, there's a sci-fi <laughs> man thing movie. <laughs> I do. I have a, I have the copy of it. I bought it. Oh, why? Because um, cool. <laughs> um, it's the only man thing that exists. I, uh, all right. <laughs> so we get the yeah we get the the two the two end credit scene where Weasel coming back to life. Yes. Yep. Now that I like that I like. Long live Weasel. Uh, which is whatever happens. Interesting. Um, and then also the the you know setting up uh, the Peacemaker TV show. Yeah. Which I think yeah. I like I like those two operatives. Uh, well, yeah, I do too. Not even that. The fact like it, it, Cena's already proved he's he's found the role. Yeah. Cena's re- uh, John Cena is really. His comedic roles are. Oh my god! I love. I like them more than his action roles. Yeah. Oh Although yeah, I, like, I totally I like agree. Both. Yeah. I, he did not add anything to F nine. There's a there's a movie coming out on Hulu called Vacation Friends, with John Cena. If you haven't watched the trailer, go look. Well, the trailer uh, and, and I heard that the film where he plays like one of the three sets of parents. Yeah, I heard that was supposed Block, to be blockers. Blocker. 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 Well, blockers. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that's really funny. Yeah. It's just blockers, so. Clay. Quit it with your dirty talk. It used to be called cock blockers until they said, oh, we should make this PG-13. Is it really PG-13? I thought it was still rated R. I thought it was PG-13. I think they just can't use cock blockers as a name to advertise it where they want to advertise it. Um, all right. <laughs> any any final thoughts on uh, on this? I haven't, I haven't put out... I was saving until the show so we can discuss... Uh, to put out my official review uh, on Letterbox, so if you're not following us there, also follow Josh and because uh, he put out a great review. Yes, of the movie. Uh, I can I can recreate it here. Oh yeah, please please let us know. What <laughs> my my Letterbox review reads: 1978 Superman the movie is released with the tagline "You will believe a man can fly." 2021 The Suicide Squad is released and should have used the tagline. You will believe a shark can shark. <laughs> Which quickly reminds me of one of my favorite uh, scenes, and we'll close out with that. Uh, but yeah, follow us on Letterbox uh, for us. I don't know if everybody, I think does everyone have a Letterbox? What's yeah. Letterbox? Uh, well, <laughs> there's your answer. Doesn't have a Letterbox. It's a it's a way to like keep track of movies you watch. And oh, movies. I don't yeah. have one. Yeah, it's it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, now I read that the shark was CGI and they actually had a prosthetic body that was ripped yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, James yeah. yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that's cool. amazing. Uh, so I they did Thanos. Well, but I mean, like, oh, is this, it? This, yeah, this is practical. The the, the tearing oh. the guy in half is. Practical. Oh, oh, the 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 dead body. The body, the body yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, no, but, but I mean, yeah, but, like Thanos, they had Josh Brown like actually in this headset to where he, you know, he's supposed to be taller, so he did the like movement for Thanos, but all right, the body right, of right. Thanos is all CG. Yeah. Look at that. good boy. Now, now <laughs> uh, I, I just now want now someone. I, I want someone to recreate oh, the Rocky scene no. of, but with King Shark running up to the top of the steps. No, no, no. Uh, gun news here. Uh, so, huh? this, this plays off of this just because I got so excited. Uh, I, I don't know how true it was on a site and it's rumors, but apparently because you know he's got um, guns, got you know Guardians Three, the Christmas special, he's got Peacemaker, and he's got the movie coming out. Apparently, there's a saying that he's interested in actually doing a TV series based on the original Ravagers from the Guardians Two, and I'm like, oh. going, are you shitting me? <laughs> that would be awesome. The original Guardians TV series. I mean, God, he's just gonna keep making movies for Sylvester Stallone. 
Well, yeah, as you can say, would uh, be able to get Sliced Stallone in a TV series? Michelle Yao and... Oh, my God. Michael Rosenbaum gets, like, you know, Martin oh. Is, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, please, that, please. Yeah, Bing, Bing Rains, <clears throat> Charlie 27. Uh, Hell, like, even Miley Cyrus is going to get a little bit of uh, camera time. <laughs> the oh actress who played Mantis was also in... She was one of the dancers at well, the... Yeah. And so was uh, Josh Brolin. Did y'all see Josh Brolin in it? Yes, yes, not. yes, yes. I did not see Josh he, Brolin. He is in heavy makeup because when Bloodsport is tr being transported and gets <clears> a <throat> cigarette and headbutts the guy, that's Josh Brolin. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Oh, my God. That's I, I, crazy. I love how that scene came together because <clears throat> Rick Flagg has obviously worked with Bloodsport before, so they know about that technique. And because he knows Peacemaker is just a copy of him, he knows that by bringing it up, he will know what to do as well. Really cool. Like, <clears throat> like oh. it makes sense that they would escape that way. Um, yeah. So just, all right. just have Gunn do the rest of the Marvel and DC films. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I think, I think we would definitely give diminishing returns because James Gunn can make fun movies, but they really are all James. Like they are very okay. similar. Maybe James not make Gunn. the films, but have him in charge of the that universe. Because I think he he's at least a, I think a that, fan that would be, he, he's yeah. he's willing to allow. Look, this is what we have to play with. I want you to do this. He'll let them have their own vision for directing the film. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I like that better because I like I like Guardians, but I don't think I like Guardians two as much. That's my point. Um, as I love one. Guardians two. I find yeah, it I so too. weird. I, I just I like, no, I like the movie as well, but I yeah. think like no, it's, it's Guardians. Suicide Squad Guardians too. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I, I, so I've also I also haven't added this to my DCEU ranking, which I'll probably do sometime today when I do my review. Oh, uh, so you can check that on Letterbox as well. If for, That's why I like Letterbox because it lets you do a list of like movies and stuff. And, yeah, and share all this stuff. Suicide those Suicide Squad and Shazam are my two of the favorite of all the DC films they've done for this their cinematic universe. Did you guys not Wonder Woman? No. What would you? I mean, it's good. It's good, but it's not. It's not in my top tier. For me, Clay, the Suicide Clay, Squad and Shazam. Claire or Josh, did you guys already kind of put it somewhere between the, in the rankings? Well, for me, this shifts DC altogether. I think DC should redo their intro that shows heroes and should show villains because their villains movies oh are God. way better than their hero yeah. films. Yeah, that's a great and they point. should embrace that. Yeah. Uh, Josh, they should you... open up with Lex Luthor, Gorilla Grodd, everyone oh kind of in that oh. background. But King Shark. It, do you have it somewhere ranked like... Like where you would move this in? It's in the top films. three. Okay. It's in the top three for me because just, yeah. I mean, watching it a second time, I still laughed out loud, enjoyed it. I I mean, I almost enjoyed the gore more the second time because I was <laughs> yeah. ready yeah. and it was like, then you could just see it all happen. Yeah. It's definitely a fun rewatch. There's a few things. If you watch the new Rockstars breakdown of the Easter eggs, you can see the crew in a few shots uh, in the oh, jungle. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go back and take a look. Uh, I love that channel because they do, as much as they do only MCU stuff because MCU probably gets the views. Anything that's not MCU related, I love their videos. They do Rick and Morty videos and stuff like that too. Uh, so yeah. Mm, okay. Any any final thoughts on the Suicide Squad? I think overall we really enjoyed the movie. It feels like I'm glad. Yeah. I like when we all do agree. As much as I love the controversy of not of us liking, <laughs> of us liking different things, I do enjoy when we do like one thing together. Uh, but I think, Josh, you should go back and watch at least Birds of Prey, if not both. 
Yeah, I think Birds of Prey is worth it uh, for the fight scenes. I mean, honestly, uh, to appreciate Harley in this one, to watch her fight in in Birds of Prey in the police station and at the end. There's just a lot of Birds of Prey. I like Birds of Prey outside of one thing I didn't really like in the film. How they did Cassandra Cain. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen a real. I think that could have been any character. Uh, no, no, but no, but I, I, I want yeah. to see it. Even if she wasn't Batgirl, I want to see Cassandra Kane, who was that badass who would be, you know, who could be Batgirl, and she yeah. was not that. She was just, you know, yeah. just a generic character. I get that. Uh, yeah, that could have been any character, but and Josh, I think you might appreciate the comparison between like how Bloodsport and uh, and uh, Deadshot, like they're how different those characters are portrayed. Although they're pretty much is like, Deadshot in Birds of Prey? No, no I mean, sorry, in, in, in the first Suicide Squad. Oh, oh okay, I got you. I think okay. the the funniest joke in Suicide Squad to me, and this one especially, is that all these guys are pretty much just guys that are good with weapons. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of them have <laughs> yeah. actual superpowers. No. I mean, except except Polka Dot Man. Especially from the first well, batch of King Shark from the beach. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So from the from the first batch of people in the beach. Mm. They're all pretty much just like weapons experts. Well, no, Even, like Mango's TDK, just man. an alien TDK. Well, javelin expert. He's an arms expert because he. Takes <laughs> his arms. I'm sorry. When you can rip up your arm and you're not bleeding out, that's a superpower. <laughs> and Weasel, that's what I'm he's still Weasel? just an arms expert. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Daniel. Weasel eats kids. You. Weasel, Weasel has no powers. Well, no, no. Weasel, no I would have loved to see no, Weasel eat Mon- Mongol's sister. Mongol's sister. Oh yeah. She was there. Mangal. Mangal, yeah, yeah, well, she Mangal. basically is the reason the whole Everyone team died. died. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I hated that she caused Boomerang to die. Yeah. Uh, but, all right. But if they can bring John Cena back, I mean, yeah. if they can bring Peacemaker back, I think they should say they can bring anyone back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I actually would start off the second movie with the same situation, but I wouldn't use Michael Rooker. I would use someone else. And then everyone getting on the plane and make it look just like this movie. Yeah. Bring Boomer back and make him feel like he's got deja vu. Sit him next to Weasel and a whole bunch of others and kill them all <laughs> off again. Why not? We're going to we're going to Flashpoint uh, uh, movies with the, the Flash. So he needs to come back. God, I hope they bring uh, Captain Boomerang back for the Flash. There's been a lot. That would be cool because he, he is yeah yeah so, yeah but well, but but it's a flashpoint so no no i know i know flashpoint i'm just saying like it's gonna be super interesting because we've seen uh trailer we've seen pictures of uh, a bat flick bat flick looking batman in there we know michael keaton batman's in it oh God, uh yeah. supergirl uh is in it uh and there's rumors that henry cavill will replace yep, superman. superman look at how happy he is <laughs> henry cavill <laughs> right i just i just we have seen the story portrayed so many times i just like i just why are they doing flashpoint again yeah i just can't see a mainstream audience going into this going okay this is gonna make sense counterpoint That's our that's our discussion for the Suicide Squad. Uh, <laughs> go watch the movie; it's on HBO Max. Uh, if you if you can safely go watch it in the theater, I would definitely. I'm sure it's a lot of fun. I didn't go to the theater because I'd rather just watch it at home multiple times. I enjoy pausing movies, and and this one had had natural breaks. <gasps> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. right. They had natural breaks in those those things. So the uh, all right. the title cards. Before we close out the show. Um, 
Clay brought us up a question last week, and he wanted us to display our favorite comic book corner art. Now, if you're not familiar I, with corner art, I, it's the art in the corner in the comic books, uh, in the cover. So I have a few things that I want to show you guys. Oh, uh, but but go ahead, Clay. Go ahead. Oh, it, we have uh, one in common, kind of. Yeah. Oh, you have one of these. Uh, I have the there. The it's not the exact one, but it's the same pose. Okay, yeah, when cons used to be a thing, uh, Joe Jusco had a table and did a whole bunch of these. And so these were my three essentials that I had to get. I absolutely Those are amazing. Art. Yeah. And so they're all behind me, <laughs> but my chair's in the way, so. Okay, so uh, these, are like, these are like prints that you got yeah. at a convention. Okay, yeah, these cool. are prints. Yeah. Cool. So this and is then, corner art. Yeah, this is corner art. This is what you this see. This is corner there. art. This is uh, I, I just love John Burns stuff. You know, I know he's an asshole, but yeah. uh, I just that time period when you could look at a book and see who was in that book. You could see who's on the team. Is this a beast issue? I want to get this. If not, classic X Men. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite. I would probably get this tattoo. Actually, I, I was I was about to throw one in, but you're doing exactly what I would say. I, I liked it back in the early like late seventies, early eighties when you had the, their faces all in the corner there. Yeah, I mean, I just I, love that simple look. Yeah. Oh, and then my, the last one is is one that they did really well back in the day when they did the magic. Oh series. wow! Yeah, as a Liliana grew up uh, in limbo and became a sorceress. Oh, that's cool. Uh, the yeah. prediction I didn't know that. Oh, I need to get those. I need to grab that. That is awesome. Yeah, it has a great. Uh, it has an evil nightcrawler in it. I love magic. Yep. All right, let me share mine, and then uh, so yeah. Uh, yeah, that is classic. So this I one, love that. this one, yeah, I grabbed the yeah. same one, Clay, kind of, uh, and I I got the comic that it's so it's it's from this these comics so that the here mm. comes their though from this time. Uh, another one I really like is this Doom 2099. Oh, sweet! Which that is, is from nice. the from the Doom 2099 comic. Uh, so I, as a as opposed to Clay, I think I like more the ones that are full bodied. I know you mm -hmm. had a lot of heads. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I was telling guys I have oh. these I have these Adidas shoes that are the Marvel 80th anniversary. Those are amazing. That are Those just are awesome. they, these are just corner corner art. Uh, and then one more. Uh, yeah. from from uh, what's Venom. it called? Uh, Lethal Protector from the Lethal Protector series of Venom. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, that Venom. Uh, those are those are some of my favorites. I found the Luke Skywalker one, but I couldn't for some reason it won't let me display it. Uh, but it's it's from the Star Wars comic, but he's holding a red lightsaber. Uh, mm. Yeah, which is super weird. Uh, and then. Josh, did you have any to show or? Yeah, I've got. Uh, here, I can I can actually show them if I can share my screen. Yeah, well, well, I'll, um, I'll, I'll let you. I'll give you access. Okay, hang on. Uh, share screen. And I do share wish they brought screen. corner art back. Yeah, Mark Brooks uh, put out an article uh, talking about wanting to do corner art and did a bunch of pieces as samples. So uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to that. Uh, oh, classic. So, all right. So here's, here's the thing about this, right? First off, um, that Spider-Man on the far left is always been one of my favorites. Uh, the Ditko Spider-Man. Part of the reason why is because the way that Ditko just kind of has his, he just, he looks downtrodden. 
and early Spidey is always downtrodden, right? So yeah. just in one image, it just it kind of encapsulates that character. I've always loved Dancing Hulk um, over here, right? Uh, just what is Hulk doing there? He's dancing. I, I don't know what else you call that. I have no idea. Um, but my other favorite one. He's jumping. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> I believe it would be called break dancing. Yes, exactly. Oh my God, that's kind of cool. My other that. favorite one is this one because going back to Clay's point, back when these are on spinner racks, even though it's kind of like a legend, back when these are on spinner racks, the easiest way to see what was behind them because they were never the same issue yeah. is you pulled the corner down so you could see where the corner art was. And I always liked when Hobgoblin was popular. This is eighty three. It's like it's great, mm -hmm. steal it. <laughs> so. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, corner art there. Um, Let me stop sharing. Hang on. There we go. I was going to say, the only time I've seen it recently, Scotty Young on his covers for his uh, Spider-Man uh, books, Scream. Oh. Uh, who is this? Lasher. And God, who are the fucking characters? Uh, he did a little logo in the, in the in the top that I like, and it gave off the numbers of it. But that's the only corner art i've seen for a long time all right i mean yeah. nobody's doing anything it's usually just a logo what was the last time you guys saw a corner art in a book uh, yeah it's been a while and i miss it i love corner art yeah i do too um, i mean i would just like it if a team book had who was on the team in the corner by the current mm -hmm. artist that's it i just want to see yeah. you know who's doing that book if it's Bill Sienkiewicz and it's the New Mutants in the corner, I remember those. Those always look cool. He would do Warlock, and it would break out of the corner box. He has a really kick-ass Comet Man corner box. By Sienkiewicz. Nice. Yeah. It is not. It's a really nice. I, I need to scan that, actually. So. And, and so from what I read about corner art is this was a way in, in early, early books, this was for uh, anthologies. They would put the characters in so oh. you would know who was in this issue. So, yeah. so if you wanted to read and follow this character, you would look at the corner art to see who's in it. That makes sense. Like, like you know, for like uh, Marvel Team Up, it would be yeah. or uh, what two, two in that ones, kind of two in ones. Yeah, exactly. What are yours? I'm sorry. What are your? Uh, hold on, let me see if I can share. I was, I, was, I hold on, let me see. Uh... Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't know what else they could do with that space that would make it better, but I always liked <clears throat> seeing. All right, hold, hold on. Uh, let's see if this works. Uh, hold on. Oh, whoa! Infinity. Hey, sorry, sorry. Now here, like this one, or oh, there we go. Oh, nice. Yeah, like I, I love the original Secret Wars uh, corner art because you got. Because I was about to see everybody. Secret Wars because I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. It would and pull from different artists. Exactly. You, got, you know, just all the different artists in there. And then basically, the other one I have is oh, this yes. one. I, I just, I like the old 80s, you know, 70s, 60s, you know, the, because the again, Defenders. Oh my God. I mean, again, 1980, you, this was the X Men team after Cyclops left. You had Nightcrawler, Storm, Wolverine, Colossus, Kitty, and Angel. And then, and then you had, this is like right when they, after the Corvax uh, saw when they, they made Falcon join the team. You know, so it's and, like, and Kitty would go through multiple costumes, and, and so her look would change in those. Kitty things. Sprite, Ariel, Shadow Cat. I mean, she went through names like she did costumes. I mean, shit. Shadow Cat <laughs> Ninja. Yeah. So I mean, those are some of mine. 
All right. Um, cool. Yeah, sorry, guys. I'd step away for a minute. No worries. But I think y'all had it covered. Uh, let's move on to recommendations, and then we can close out the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. Um, Josh, why don't we start with you, since you have a... Uh, I don't know if you want me to open this link. Yeah, sure. You, you can. Um, yeah, so I I know it's 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 kind of like DeRuger to uh, promote a podcast on your own podcast. Uh, I have I have a a, a podcast rack. Um, I've really been enjoying this. Uh, shockingly, so it is called Accast by Jamie Loftus. It is a podcast, like a real a deep dive into Kathy Geiswhite's Kathy comic strip. And the reason I'm enjoying it is as you know, as a as a young white cis kid in the in the in the 80s, growing up, I I hated Kathy. I never understood it. It didn't look good. This podcast has completely changed my opinion of Kat. Um, it is just, it's a phenomenal, it, she interviews Kathy Guys White a lot. She gets her opinion. She does stuff where, um, I, I'm only like four or five in right now, but she does stuff like, these are the other, yeah, exactly. These are the other um, comics that were around Kathy at the time. This is how like the feminist movement at the time responded to it. Um she she apparently she just uh said like later on in the series she's gonna have a whole episode on Trina Robbins. I mean, it is just it's a phenomenal oh. deep dive. Yeah. Uh so definitely check it out. Um at cast by Jamie Loftus. Get it wherever you get podcasts, like our awesome podcast. <laughs> cool. Um all right, uh let's see. Uh Kyle, what did you have for us? Uh, I, and this one I'm trying to remember. I can't remember if I've actually shown it before on this uh, or mentioned before, but um, I think you have. I think it, this is the anime site. Yeah, hold on. Uh, Let me know yeah. when you're ready so I can add you to the stream if you want to share. If you're gonna share I'm something. trying to share, but my computer's being weird. If you can, I if think you it's can... already sharing. I just need to add it now. Are you are you on the All right, right tab? Yeah. I, okay. Go for it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Retro Crush. I bring this up because I hadn't touched Retro Crush mm. in a while, and then I get on there, and then I and I was checking for new arrivals, and now here they have three series. It's it's from the early late late eighties, early nineties, but it's called NG Nightlomane Forty, and and they have the first two seasons and the OVAs, and this is just some fun over the top uh, mech uh, comedy series that I, I I'm looking forward to watch. I, I was in bed yesterday, woke up, and I was like, let me see what's on Retro Crush. And I spent a couple like an hour and a half watching the first couple episodes of. Uh, versus Nightlomain 40 and fire so it was just but there's it's all stuff that's legit it's it's free it, the, the company is digital rights uh and basically they just get the licenses for different uh animes and they can watch them on here full seasons and they have them dubbed in subs so cool yeah so if you're, oh, if nice. you're a fan of old anime and want to catch uh check it out i say go check out retro uh, tv awesome uh all right hold on let me take you out of yeah there we go <laughs> The void. Uh, all right, uh, Kalei, what do you got for us? We hit the library this week to get ready for Comic Book Club uh, to pick up some Sailor Moon stuff, and <laughs> I've not been to the library in a long time. Holy crap! Go to the library. I canceled my comicsology. <laughs> I, I canceled my comicsology subscription. Yeah, uh, their manga is they had, or at least in Mesquite, they have more manga than they have traditional comics. Not surprised. They, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's insane and. Shelby says, like at her store, they can't keep it on the shelf, so they're always sold out. Go to a Barnes but and Nobles. <laughs> Where the manga section, like Barnes and like in Addison, their the manga section is huger than the trade paperback section they have. Out, that's outside. 
And going you're going to the library? <laughs> That's far away, though. The library's close and free. And no one's so, there. I'm not saying you yeah. people buy from the, I'm just saying if you go, go next time you're in a mirror Barnes and Noble, walk in and see the go selection Steve manga compare. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Steal it. Yeah, yeah, come on. Hobgoblin's yeah. gonna give us approval. Great. Steal so it. Why not? Hobgoblin said so. <clears throat> but uh we were able to pick up um the show, the books, easy, nothing. Uh, that it was so great to be able to go through a ton of stuff, and I was really surprised at uh, how much of uh, independent stuff my uh, library had. So, and that was just physical things. I have the apps to get digital copies if I need to uh, read anything. But man, visit your local library if you haven't in a while. It'll nice. save you money. That's awesome. Well, I have a uh, one recommendation, and then we have a show recommendation. Ooh. Uh, so first, my recommendation is going to be a new coming out comic coming out this week, Pennyworth number one. Uh, this is a, a mini series. I believe it's based on the Pennyworth TV show that's on Epics. Uh, okay. But Alfred's been dead for a while, and I miss Alfred, so I want to see something with Alfred. Uh, so yeah, uh, go check this out. It's written by Scott Brian Wilson and Juan Gideon with the cover art by Jorge Fornes. I love Jorge Fornes art. Uh, so yeah, it's just gonna yeah, it's gonna be between the TV show and today. So um, I haven't watched the TV show, but it looks interesting. It looks just kind of like a spy. Yeah, it looks Ooh. like a James Bond ish. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, let's see if I can. The other recommendation is on October 14th, uh, it's free comic book day. Hey, now. So if you can safely go to your shops, uh, a lot of these shops, they have to buy these comics on their own. Mm -hmm. uh, they are free like, to you, but they pay for the yeah, shipping. They're, exactly. They're free, to, they're, free to the, they're free to the consumer, but the shops actually have to buy these. Now I saw um, Zeus is going to do a virtual event, so they're oh. doing something online. Uh, so check to see if your store is offering that as an option. If you can't go to your local store, yep, yep. There's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Marvel and DC putting out their usual stuff that kind of looks like reprints of some stuff that's going on. Look, uh, Blade Runner. Get that one. Yeah, for Kyle. I think I think this one maybe there's a. <laughs> <laughs> there's a Blade Runner show coming. There's a Blade Runner animated show coming too. To uh, yeah, I think it might be related to that. This looks like a bunch of scary stories from uh, Boom. Yeah, because this is the same the same font for uh, something is killing the children. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, dread. Go, go check that out. Oh yeah, yeah. always putting out some dread. He um, we have yeah, some it, stuff from AW. Oh, the tick. Oh, and uh, 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 trailer, trailer Park Boys. Boys. Now, the, is that I a comic? They have a comic, but it's like a seven ninety nine book, oh, and it, it's fucking too expensive. Well, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe pick this one up, and if you like it, then you'll see if it's yeah. worth uh, the seven ninety nine or not. No, it's not. <laughs> I haven't picked it up, but I can tell you, no book is worth that much fucking money. I'm just <laughs> right off the rack. I mean, based on a TV property, Stray Dogs. Oh, get mm. the stray dogs. Like, I just can't tell you how good that is. And the fact that they're coming back for a second time, I'm so excited. Cool. Teresa, this is based on, this is a, I think this is a reprint of the, the Filipino comic that the Netflix anime is based on. Yeah. 
so yeah, there's some cool stuff. And and look, obviously, I'm not gonna go tell you to spend money at your shop, but that's the the incentive behind doing free comic. You want to influence you to go spend money at your is your that shop. yeah exactly. <laughs> People stop because they'll they'll do a lot of the shops around here do sales uh, on the same day. Keep bookstores open in your neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. I think uh, we've covered everything. Do you guys have anything else before we get out of here? No. All right. Well, hold on. We got one last thing. Really, I never. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? <laughs> That'll never get old. That'll. No. <laughs> I'm so glad. Five years from trying to get him to watch the damn film, he won't touch it. Now he can't get to stop showing Pulp Fiction. That just proves we were right. Yeah, so. I know, I know. That's right. <laughs> uh, I think we have an outro. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, all right, so thanks, everyone, for watching. Remember to share, like, subscribe, hit the button. If you're on Twitch, if you're watching on Twitch, thank you for watching. Subscribe there. Uh, all our shows are going to be any anytime we do something live, it'll be both YouTube or Twitch, whatever platform you prefer. Um, love stretch. <laughs> that is a proven fact. Oh, I need to finish Legends of Tomorrow season. I need to finish this season of Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, oh, you got yeah, we got to promote the. Uh, uh, it's the second month of our Patreon, so new book. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if you're not if you're not a a Patreon yet, check the link in the description. Uh, we'll pick a patron at the end of the month to win this giveaway. I think it's the question, the Jeff Lemire question book, the the black label Jeff book. Jeff Lemire, right? uh, Dennis Cowan's uh, black label. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to be it for now. Thanks everyone for watching. Uh, let's get played out by the sins. Let's, let's ride. <laughs> Thanks everyone for watching. Well, I love you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Clay. Hail Bebo. Josh? Josh? My vagina is haunted. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. All right. Yeah. I've got it now. <laughs>